exclusive podcast from Impact 89 FM. WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM The Impact, East Lansing's only alternative and for the next hour here on The Exposure. We're going to be talking about movies. Everything about movies, what's in the theater, what's in the video store, news, rumors, gossip, what have you. My name is Brad Brooks. Thank you for joining us. It's a special night here on the Impact Movie Chat. It's the third annual, yes, the third annual uh, Oscar show extravaganza, Oscar special here on the Impact Movie Chat. Third annual, uh, marks our third year. Uh, and I'm, I'm joined by uh, the Reverend. How are you doing, Reverend? Uh, I'm doing all right. You've been here since day one. Yeah, three two years ago, we did the first one. Yeah, together. Right. You still you excited? Yes. Oh, excellent. And another gentleman who hasn't been on in a while, who uh, was on that very first uh, segment at the time, the Vic. Got all dressed up for tonight. I you thought look, everybody was going to be wearing their tuxedos. You look great. And stuff. You look great. I'm glad to be here. You're a beautiful man. You were there on that first day. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I that first was. faithful day two Thank years you for ago. Remembering, I well, can't even remember that far back. It's, it was a long time ago, but two years ago. Uh, Roughly, you know, I don't know the exact dates, but it was for the Oscar show. We did a, the Impact Movie Chat was birthed. I have a small segment on the exposure uh, about films. It was to kind of do a review of the Oscar ceremony of the winners that year. Just a short amount of time, and uh, it is, it, it turned, it's taken on a life of its own. And uh, so this is our third annual uh, Academy Awards extravaganza. Thank you for listening here on 89FM, The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. Let me introduce the other two wonderful gentlemen I'm hanging out with. I have the Keese, Andy Keese. How you doing? I'm super, Brad. Thank you. It's good to have you on. I mean, I'm super myself, not super Brad. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's cool. I, I'm super, super Brad. Brad. Yes. <laughs> uh, and this might be, this is your second. It is. Academy Award extravaganza. Yes, it is. For the third overall, so you're still not doing too well. <laughs> two out of three. Better than most, I Only two out of three. And uh, also join us, Alex Dowd. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing all right, Brad. It's good to have you on. Thank you. Thank and you. this is your first. Yes, it is. Okay, so you, that's me. Okay. <laughs> See, I've been here for three. All right, as I said, it's the third annual Oscar extravaganza here on the Impact Movie Chat. Phone lines are open at all times at 517-432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. Give us a call. If you watched the Oscars the other night and were a little shocked by some of the wins and uh, or uh, not shocked by some of the wins and how boring the Oscar show was, <laughs> give us a call. Let us know about your opinion. If you think someone else should have won, give us a call. 432-3893. Also tonight, we're, uh, a little later on, we're going to be doing a nice little segment called Take Back the Oscar. Um, and for an example, in uh, 96, well, 97 for the 96th year, Cuba Gooding Jr. won Best Supporting Actor of uh, Jerry Maguire. I say take that Oscar back and give it to its rightful owner, Bill Macy, for Fargo. This is what we're going to be doing, so think about it. Who has won the last few years or since 1927 when the first Oscars were presented? Who has won an Oscar and just scratching your head? How did they win? Why didn't, you know, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Sir Alec Guinness beat Jason Robards in uh, 1977? I'm, a- I'm asking that question right now, right Vic? That's right. Exactly. If you're asking that same thing, give us a call. We'll be doing that throughout the show. Um, Take back, take back the Oscars. If the Academy had a special commission that re, you know, reviewed their past decisions and turned overturned some of them, that would be us. That would be the Impact Movie Chat. We are gonna, they. We are they. That would be us. They. Yeah. Uh, so we'll be doing that all night long. Well, at least until eight o'clock before the uh, the basement comes and it kicks us off the air. By all uh, night long, we mean for the next hour. For the next, <laughs> you know, fifty-seven minutes. That's what we mean by all night. And give us a call four three two three eight nine three. Also, throughout the show, we're going to be giving away some tickets to the East Lansing Film Festival, which takes place this March seventeenth through the twenty-first. Uh, and every time you call in, uh, you get yourself a chance to get entered into our big student pass raffle. You may be asking, what is that? Well, we're giving away a, uh, a complimentary student pass brought to you by the East Lansing Film Festival uh, to see any film at Wells Hall during that weekend. Everyone who gets entered in, we're giving that uh, away on the air on the uh, 18th of March. Once again, the film festival takes place the 17th through the 21st. Uh, and you want to stick around next week, we're having uh, program director Shannon Burton on to talk about the festival and part one of our two-part festival kickoff. Okay. The Oscars were the other night. Uh, we have we have already have a caller. That's how good the show is. We've already got a caller. Brian's on the line. 
Brian from East Lansing, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Ah, everything's pretty good. How's it going? We're doing great. Great to hear. Um, okay, I would like to say about the Academy Awards that it's, uh, I think, a bad year for Hollywood anytime that there's a uh, award or a movie that wins all of the awards basically in every category. And I think that having one movie be the Lord of the Rings, the Return of the King, win everything is leading Hollywood towards a bad path in that all of the movies are, um, I'm sorry, all of the movies are either remakes or tried and true versions of, you know, not an original thought. Whereas original movies like Mystic River and Lost in Translation get one, maybe two awards every night, you know? Well, I would, I would say a couple of things. Uh, I don't think Lord of the Rings, I think it's kind of an outlier. It's not going to be the norm, but there's this huge trilogy that everyone decides to honor. Two, Mystic River is based on a book. I wouldn't consult, consider that original. <laughs> I didn't think of that. Yeah, it's, it's, Hollywood has always been working on you know, plays. They've always been adapting books. Uh, you know, I, any idea from any other medium, they're pulling it in. Uh, I would say it's, it's the Lord of the Rings. It is a boring show when the Lord of the Rings sweeps. This, Everything. This- but, I mean, look at a lot of the movies coming out of Hollywood now are just remakes of old movies. I mean, any time you go to Ebert's website and watch, you know, check out a review, it's, uh, this is a remake of an old Cary Grant movie, this is a remake of blah, 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 this Starsky and Hutch, this SWAT, this, you know, all of these movies are just rehashes. And, I mean, if we keep on celebrating it and going to going to the movies over and over and over, we're never going to hear anything new out of there, and is that really what we want? Well, you have well, you seem oh, like you want to say something. Yeah, um, no, I, I totally agree. I, I agree with your points. Like they're um, like they're definitely you know whatever is a sellable name. Like even if nobody watched SWAT, you know, like it <laughs> wasn't the greatest TV show of all time. They're like people recognize this name. We can just make this into something else. I agree with that, but I think you should also factor in the quality of the product to some degree because, I mean, I personally thought Lord of the Rings was pretty good. You know? Well, the whole trilogy was pretty good, but I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't art. It wasn't really a. I mean, it wasn't you know any type of idea behind it. It was. I mean, it was a well done action movie. Right. And it was. I mean, not. It wasn't a thinker at all. And. I- I would say, Brian, if you're looking for art, the last place you want to look to is the Academy Awards. <laughs> Award shows are, I guess, when one would say the downfall of you know the shows, the downfall of Western civilization, where we put up a show that millions of people watch that is just a big slap on the back of yes, we are great, yes, we do good work. Award shows aren't about the art; it's about you know selling more tickets. You know, maybe at one point the Academy Awards were let's tip our hat to. You know, the best picture of the year. The one that is art. But I've looked at the last, you know, I've been looking. I, today, getting ready for the show, I was looking at the winners. You know, to a degree, there's, they've messed up a couple times to just show that it's not all about art. So, mm-hmm. I, don't, I wouldn't look to an award show for that. Thankfully, the Academy has us, though. The, um... the Impact Movie Chat uh, <laughs> Review <laughs> Committee, That's which, right. is, which is taking back Oscars. <laughs> I'm sure they're listening. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like, oh, those guys in uh, Mid Michigan, they 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 got the right they got the right idea. Let's let's offend members of the academy. Yes, you guys are big players. Oh yes, but, but uh, I just want to know, like, when the next movie that you know, like uh, Pulp Fiction or Forrest Gump, I mean, which were you know, which was a book and which was based off of pulp comics, but those were really innovative, awesome new movies, you know. Right. And I'm I don't see anything like that coming out. Well, I, I think this year, last year was a bad year, down year for the industry. I think this year will be a little bit better. Hopefully we'll get to see some better stories. And by the time Oscar season rolls in, we'll have some better choices than maybe like, the five that we were given. Like Hellboy, right? Yes, like Hellboy. <laughs> Thank you. That's original, based on a comic. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for giving us a call, Brian. Yes, you have a good day. Take care. All right. Uh, phone lines are open, 432 We're talking about the Oscars that took place on Sunday night. We're also taking back Oscars. Tonight, so we're gonna uh, decide who should have won in various categories throughout the years, throughout the seventy-six years that the Oscars have been handed out. And feel free to give us a call four three two three eighty nine three. And let's remember, every time you call, you get entered into that raffle for that student pass to the East Lansing Film Festival 
Uh, but by every time you call, I mean the first time you call. It's <laughs> one entry per person. Okay, Victor. Uh, I'd like to bring one point up about the Academy Awards. Um, it seems, as of lately, it's all about becoming a political campaign. Like um, Sean Penn has never received an Academy Award. He's been nominated. This, that, you know. Uh, you know, I'm going at, like, actors have been nominated before. And while they this year, I, I'm saying um, this year... Uh, their work wasn't as good. Well, a good example would be... Uh, you mean Oscar Al- Karma? Yeah, Al Pacino, yes. when he <laughs> won for Scent of a Woman. Of, wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that that year? It, for the year the of 92, Al, Al Pacino was not the best actor that year and he, when he won for Scent of a Woman? I, I just wish that we could we could actually focus on the actual performance or the actual directing as a uh, the chief the actual Not, not as to worry about the lobbying the, for... The, the body of work. Yes. That's uh, what honorary Oscars are for, right? I, I agree with that. Honorary Oscars are for people who like, you know, uh, Peter O'Toole, Alfred Hitchcock, uh, Akira Kurosawa, people who have done amazing work but have never picked up a gold statue. Mm-hmm. That's what that's for. But then again, I think that's what happened with Lord of the Rings. Um, it was rewarded more for its whole body of work than its, the actual film itself. Right. Well, let's talk about the show. What did you guys, Alex, what did you think of the show itself as, a, as an entertainment? As an entertainment. I was entertain- bored. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree with you. It just to see Lord of the Rings, just the Sweet. same, just just coming up like minute after minute, you know, come up, thank the same people, Peter Jackson, New Zealand, you know. Yeah. I mean, it got boring. Give a shout out to some Kiwis. Hey, I, I agree with you. They they were nominated for eleven. They won all eleven. Yeah, it makes for a boring show. Now, if that means that those in those eleven categories, they were the best, I'm fine with that. But but, but that's for the most part, that's questionable. <laughs> Um, Even in the big one, Best Picture, let's face it, they, I loved Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Awesome movie. But still, against the other five, other four nominees, not the Best Picture. No. N- not of, the, of that list. I'm not saying that, I, you know, the way the Academy works, you can't even concede that the five nominees uh, the best are the, the best year. five yeah. pictures of the year. But of, that, of those five, you know, I, I would probably put three of them above Lord of the Rings. There, and, was, there was that. I, I, when people were saying... That the last one would win before the first one was, you know, went up in the Oscars. You know, yeah. like they were going to say, it's not going to win this year. It's going to win for Return After, of the King. Yeah, we want to see what the whole trilogy is. I guess I don't know because it has an ending, but yeah. at the same time, to me, it doesn't have a beginning. You know, it's like just in in that way. I think it's just as weak as the I, first one. I agree with you completely. It's the, the decision. There's rarely been a trilogy. There's I don't I can't think of a trilogy as storied as this. Right. Other than maybe you know the Godfather's and Star Wars. Star Wars weren't winning any best pictures, and let's face it, Godfather three sucked. <laughs> um, but it's a chance that you know when they have the Oscar, you know, have their history of looking at these trilogies, they don't want to just hand it out to the first one because what if Two Towers sucks? What if he doesn't pull it off in Return of the King? I can understand. I that's why I think the people are coming at. We're not looking at people who are like, well, what you know. When we put you know aesthetics and you know just put the value of the films together, what is the best picture this year? That's not involved in their voting. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it is political, as, as Victor said. It's you know who have you worked with? Oh, okay. Well, I have friends who have, you know my best friend worked on this. Well, then I'll give it that vote. It's people who are not voting with just that goal. They want to make a statement at times. So right. And Alex, yes. I, a dull, dull show. It was a dull show. Um, <laughs> and, well, I I mean, I don't know if we want to get into whether and what it deserved and what it didn't. But I'll just say that, well, I don't really begrudge it taking all the technical awards. I kind of had issue with, say, like, adapted screenplay. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I actually wanted to bring this up. Um, what you guys think about this. Um, Go ahead. <laughs> adapted screenplay. Do you look at this as the best job that the screenwriter did of adapting the source into a screenplay, or do you look at it as the best screenplay that happens to be adapted? Well, that's that's the that's, that's the, the key, that's the key argument. Yeah. And when you're a voter, what do you go with? I would probably say uh, best screenplay that happens to be based on. That's what I would think too, because yeah. I think a lot most people probably don't read all the books that were adapted right. into screenplays. No. I mean, I really loved the you know. American Splendor, but I haven't read the comics. Right. I, I love the screenplay for Mystic River. I haven't read the book. I couldn't tell you every year how close it is to the original, how different it is. And neither should be the better. voters. Yeah, they don't know. But by, don't. but by that same logic, if you looked at it from the other perspective, um, I think Peter Jackson did an incredible job with the Lord of the Rings screenplays. Having read the books, it's okay. like that's 
one of the. I mean, he, when I read the books, I was like, they'll never make this into a movie mm-hmm. because it's like impossible. It's too much. You'd have to take out so much, and he did a really good job. And that category okay. was once yeah. again another category that, whereas in the visual and sound, they had one for uh, fellowship, and some of those categories have been nominated for two towers. It had not won for screenplay, mm-hmm. and once again, they wanted to honor, you know, Peter Jackson as director, the, the series as best picture, and honor. Uh, the three people, one of which is Jackson, or is it four, who uh, adapted this entire series? Yeah. Uh, it's well, a, it's, it's four film. overall. Yeah, there's the one. There's one other person who wrote Two Towers, mm-hmm. Stephen Sinclair. I think is that what it sounds is? right. Yeah. The names are. Yeah, that's why I didn't say the names. Whatever. I have no idea. Philip Boyens, Fran Walsh, <laughs> and Peter Jackson. Yes. All right, we have Anne on the line. Anne from East Lansing, how you doing? Hi. How are you guys? We're doing good. Um, I was just listening on my way home and heard the last caller that called in, um, and it just kind of prompted me to call in. I wanted to make a couple of points real quick. I did watch the whole award show, and yes, Lord of the Rings is not a completely original idea, but there was so much that went into that, and the amount, like, he was kind of shafted, I thought, the last for the last two movies, so mm-hmm. I really felt that they deserved everything that they got, all the work that went into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And who says a movie can't be based on something? Yeah. That, that knocks out everything that's inspired by, based on. Right. That's a lot of stories. We're, we're, we're down to about two movies a year mm-hmm. that are actually well, original. And honestly, I mean, there's no more original ideas anyway. So right. We're just recycling stuff and going off of other things. The other thing I wanted to say was um, I felt like there, are, there were a couple of really good original movies that came out this year that were kind of not even mentioned at the award, at the award show. 21 Grams, I know there were a couple of actors up for that, but that was an awesome original movie, and Dirty Pretty Things wasn't even mentioned. Those uh, were two great films I saw, and that guy just, I don't know, he didn't say anything about them. So. Dirty, Dirty Pretty Things was actually was Dirty Pretty Things was actually nominated for uh, Best Original Screenplay. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. It so, wasn't nominated for much, but... No, that, mm-hmm. was, that would be all that it was nominated for. And it was a great screenplay, great film. And uh, 21 Grams, I think, was one of the best movies of the year, but... Um, kind of a hard film to sit through, and yeah. uh, the non-literary storytelling uh, isn't the isn't the most friendly to the uh, to the Academy of Orders. Well, oh, of course, it's not an Academy film, but it is something that's art. Okay, thank you yeah. very much, Ann. Yep. Take care. Yep. Bye. And we have Adam on the line. Adam, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. Adam, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. Adam. Adam is not on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you guys doing? You listen to the Impact Movie Chat, as I was saying. <laughs> Phone lines are open, 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. If uh, you saw the Academy Awards the other night, you're surprised by any wins or losses, uh, or by how you know boring and long the, the thing was, give us a call, 432-3893. Any surprise wins for you guys? I was actually surprised that um, Destino uh, with uh, Roy Edward Disney did not win. I, I Speaking of politics, right. I thought for sure... That that you know, just the Disney name alone was gonna bring it into a win, and it didn't. I was really surprised. By I, I was surprised too. You bring it's not only Disney, but Dali. Right. You know, some of their Dali right, worked right. on this. You know, it's been it's a story project's been sitting uh, on the shelves for many years, and then Roy Disney pulls it out of oblivion and gets it out there. So I, I actually was surprised by that too. Was that produced by? That wasn't produced by Walt Disney Company though, was it? Uh, I know Roy Disney was involved, but. I don't I'm know. Not, I'm not certain. No, I, I, I know that's why you asked the question. I've, I'm not sure either. But I, I also know, like, I don't think Roy Disney is really involved with the Disney company anymore. Not not anymore. So, yeah. Not since he left. Uh, so it might have been. Ago. I'm thinking, like, in that logic, maybe it was like the last dying gasp of Michael Eisner. He had like oh. everyone at Disney vote against Destino. He's like, you something. vote against Destino, or I'll have your job. <laughs> right. Wait a minute, Michael Eisner. Somebody might have your job. Right. I hope they kick him out. But okay. Uh, I was surprised. Uh, no political speeches from. Uh, uh, anti-war uh, nominees and winners, Tim Robbins and Sean Penn. I was expecting, mm-hmm. expect, I demanded, <laughs> as a liberal myself, yeah. that these two crazy Hollywood liberals say something. Or at least I expected them to. They both win for great performances. I, can't, I really can't complain too much about their wins. But I am upset that the biggest statement that uh, Tim Robbins makes, he does have a peace symbol on his lapel, which f- eventually falls off later in the show. Uh, but he does make a good statement about child abuse and uh, ending the cycle of violence. But Sean Penn makes a you know off the cuff joke about weapons of mass destruction, and kind of leaves it at that. Maybe the That's sour probably, taste yeah. from uh, Michael Moore from last year was still 
um, lingering, and they, I would have I would have thought that at least at least of all people, Sean Penn would have been clapping, though not at the awards because he doesn't really like them. Would have at least been applauding Michael Moore's uh, chutzpah to actually you know get up there and say something. Yeah. But Alex, I thought Errol Morris sort of filled in that void this year, and Thank I God. thought he did a lot classier than than, than Michael Moore did. Well, yes, <laughs> there were boos and people throwing things. And, <laughs> Michael you know, Moore's he just he just kind of said calmly, you know. Uh, what was the comment? Uh, we went down a rabbit hole 40 years ago. Right. We're going down that again. Um, I fear we're going down it again. Yeah. yeah. I thought I that was a really surprisingly artfully, artful way to put it, actually. Yeah. yeah. An excellent, excellent job by uh, Errol Morris, who won for the uh, best documentary feature mm-hmm. for The Fog of War. Of course, uh, anything said by Errol Morris is always, always sounds good. I mean, yeah. he'll read the phone book, and it's great. Yeah. <laughs> we went down a fog hole. <laughs> <laughs> we went down. We. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's sounds, horrible. Sounds good. Uh, <laughs> the only problem is a lot of people had to figure out who uh, Errol Morris was. Unfortunately, <laughs> right. let's let's be realistic. We know who Errol Morris is. A lot of the listeners right now know who Errol Morris is. But let's face it, my mom watched the Academy Awards. Has no idea who Errol Morris is. Okay. Uh, and we have a call, Julian from Holt. You're on the Impact Movie Chat. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm out here at Best Buy, just hanging out. Okay, well, hey, you know, product placement. Okay, uh, <laughs> you saw the Oscars the other night. Um, I saw some of them. I saw the, the funny people with the great the outfit. Funny people? I'm sorry, what was that again? The funny people with the crazy outfit, you know. Oh, okay. They do that every year at the Oscars. Right. Oh, yes, every year. <laughs> the celebrities? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, the people who are famous. <laughs> was that, did anything shock you in particular? Um, I'm not really, you know, I'm not usually shocked, but... Well, that's good. Well, uh, thanks for giving us a call. Hey, I just wanted to give a shout-out to you guys. You guys are doing a good show. Cool. Thanks uh, a lot. I wanted to ask you guys about uh, some of the animation and what you thought about that. Um, oh, the like best animated films? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't see Brother Bear, but the <laughs> but, uh, other two were cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was glad that uh, Finding Nemo won, but if Triplets had won, I'd been okay with that, Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you saw it then, right? Triplets of Belleville? And Nemo? And Nemo thought they were both great. Cool. Yeah, good, good, good. I, I would. I, if you're a big animation fan, I'd say check them out. All right. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us a call. Uh, you're listening to Impact Movie Chat here on 89 FM, The Impact. Uh, not the lines. best. Not the best placement for Best Buy. I'm yes, uh, phone lines. <laughs> phone lines are on, uh, for are open. And uh, you know, hey, if you saw the Oscars and you want to comment about them, feel free to give us a call. All right, four four three two three eighty nine three. Once again, four three two three. Eighty-nine-three, <laughs> good call. Okay, um, anything else surprise you guys? Shock you when it comes to the uh, the Academy Awards from the other night? Uh, the yeah, um, sort of. Sounds I, like you have you have something with conviction you want to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, well, actually, I don't, I don't remember if we were really talking about this before, but adapted screenplay, uh, Mystic River losing. Yeah, was surprising. Like that wow. was a surprise. I mean, I, even though I, I don't mind, I actually don't mind Lord of the Rings winning because yeah. I think he that would deserve it too. But I was like, Mister Cooper is pretty tight. You know, I, I thought yeah. that was a really good screenplay. It was the fa- the, the favorite. Too, yeah, you know. So yeah. I, I was very happy that Sofia Coppola won for best original screenplay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, that Lost in Translation was the best uh, of the of the lot. And um, but for the most part, I just I just found all the all, every category was so predictable. Mm-hmm. That once you get going, you just realize, oh, they're the favorites aren't going to win. There's no crazy Marissa Tomei win in here. There's no, uh, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. win. Right. It's it's all the safe ones. It's Renee. It's Tim Robbins. It's Sean Penn. Uh, Usually, there's I, one big surprise. Yeah. 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 You know, I was like, uh, I was banking on uh, Keisha Castle Hughes myself, but <laughs> when that didn't happen, my jaw just dropped. The 13 year old from Whale Rider. Hopefully, was, ne- um, next year, um, since this was such a predictable year, that next year they'll just be like all over the place, you know, handing out awards to the least favorite to win. No, yeah. but every uh, category. And I'll tell you, not going to happen. <laughs> you might get one or two of those. Oscar usually gives you one or two, uh, but overall, it's. There are I, I some, say there are some years where it's a lot harder, though, because there's, like, you know, there's, like, a few films, and they're each, like, very favored, you mm-hmm. know, so they split yeah. it up, like, yeah. one movie gets some acting stuff, another movie gets directing, yeah. you know. Well, they try to spread it out a little more evenly. This right. year it was Lord of the Rings, you got 11 noms, you're getting all of those, everybody else. Not for pick acting. And cho- <laughs> pick and choose. Yeah, they didn't get nominated for anything. It was the small films. 
you know, a few of the small films. Uh, I could pick up a couple of the other awards, but uh, if you're Master Commander in Seabiscuit and you were nominated, you should have stayed at home. There's not a chance. <laughs> Master well, Commander won two. Speaking of Master no. and Commander, um, Master and Commander won Best Cinematography. Boy. Uh, for Russell Boyd, who's worked with Peter Weir for over 30 years. And um, it's not, uh, not that I'm unhappy about his winning. I'm very happy about that. But uh, anybody, I mean, I saw Girl with a Pearl Earring, and the photography in that is freaking amazing, I think. And I Quote. actually, and yes, it is. All you right. can quote me on that. And I actually bet money on it and lost. Um <laughs> We don't so condone that was that kind of... here at Michigan State University, the impact, or on the show. You know, I was actually surprised <laughs> that um, Lord of the Rings wasn't nominated for cinematography. Cause... Oh, that movie looked like crap. Don't right. worry about that. <laughs> uh, that movie sucked. No. no I, 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 I have heard the cinematography word on Girl with the Pearl Earring. It's supposed to be a beautiful film. Yeah. Close to art. But maybe the movie itself is not. Sure. Why not? But, um, <laughs> we have Dave on the line. Dave from East Lansing. You're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Good. How are you doing? We're doing great. That's great. That's great. Uh, I was just uh, kind of uh, throwing a little thing out there for. We had some uh, comments about like uh, original stories versus non-original stories. Yes. And I, I don't really, I don't really understand like uh, like the the difference. Basically, because you know, of course, when you come up with a story, it's based on something, anyways. You know, comedians like throw into their sitcoms, like. Uh, they pull people out of their real life and, you know, turn them into a character and stuff like that. Or you could, like, take a book and translate it into a movie. It just it just doesn't seem like a, a real, uh, I mean, it, you shouldn't really draw that distinction and, and file, you know, complaints against the Oscars because of that. No, I agree with you completely, Dave. I, it's, we're working on, we're working on a millennium, a millennia of, uh, of literature and uh, stories and mythology. Every, if if you're you know worth your weight, you're, you're going to know some stories. You know you at least have been reared on the classics, and it's hard to say. Well, I'm now going to write a movie completely original and not take anything from before. There's no way that's going to happen. And to use you know, who says it's not a good idea to make a you know a movie out of Sea Biscuit, you know, or out of this you know great comic or this play that's wonderful? Why not make a movie? There's nothing wrong with that. Just you know. Some people just don't like, you know, non-original yeah. ideas. Exactly, and I think anyone who comments on a movie should be obliged to take at least one film class because there's so many, uh, like, film is such an infinitely high art. There's so much more to it than just the story. There's so much work that goes into it. You're talking collaboration of, of hundreds of people sometimes that all get together and do things like cinematography, art direction. I mean, Lord of the Rings itself took so many, so much work behind the scenes uh, to you know, create the special effects, create the illusion of a developed culture and things like that. That in itself, you know, at least deserves some kudos in public you know, from people who, uh, Academy members who supposedly know good film. You know? So, I mean, it's like to, to judge a film simply on its story is, is kind of silly. Uh, because it, it doesn't take into consideration the uh, a multitude of factors beyond that. All right. Well, thanks for giving us a call, Dave. Okay. <laughs> take care. Have a good one. I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out. I'm happy to say that I've never taken a film class. Oh. I'm completely self-taught in my vast knowledge of movies. Says, so says, there. Says Andy Keys, off from his high horse. Take that. Okay. <laughs> all right. That's that's I'm here to school you all. Oh 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 oh. oh. I'm not even going to go there. Okay. <laughs> this is the Impact Movement Chat here on 89FM, the Impact. East Lansing's only alternative. Phone lines are open, 432-3893. We're talking about the Oscars. Uh, did you see the show? Did you think it was good? Did you think it stunk? Hey, give us a call. Hey, do you think, hey, you know, Cuba Gooding Jr. has an Oscar. How? Give us a call if you want to take an Oscar away from a winner and give it to someone else. Phone lines are open, 432-3893. And for caller number one... <laughs> You're going to pick up a pair of tickets to see any film at Wells Hall during the East Lansing Film Festival. Give us a call. 432-3893. Once again, 432-3893. Give us a call. Call number one. Two tickets to see any show, East Lansing Film Festival. One of the, uh, this just now came to me, one of the uh, more uh, kind of sad moments, I suppose, during during the ceremony was when uh, Sofia Coppola was presenting some award with her with her father. Francis Ford Coppola, and they go into some, 
and I don't remember the wording exactly. Francis says something like, you know, I've always wanted you to be in the family business, Sophia, or some stupid mob joke like that. And you could tell that she just was not into it at all. Even when she won, I'm really happy that she won Best uh, Original Screenplay, but her speech was just lackluster i thought she was not into it kind no, of bored she by the whole either. thing she was, and, but I mean, you could just the look on her face was yeah. <laughs> my god i've been hearing these stupid mafia jokes for the last 30 <laughs> years you know i think she so, was largely nervous too you know that's I mean, probably true I, I looking at her I, I think she looked really nervous i don't know I, I think that she liked winning original screenplay i think she deserved it absolutely so i think that was partially what it might have been too that right. she just it's a lot of pressure there you know all right all right i of overall i think the general opinion down show, not very entertaining. But let's let's face it, you can't uh, forget Jack Black, Will Ferrell. <laughs> no, uh, the only fun, funny moment yeah, of the show, other than moment, yeah. other than uh, Blake Edwards. When you look <laughs> at when you think of well, what were the top moments beyond the uh, Jack Black and Will Ferrell, you know, musical rendition of the uh, "You're Boring" Oscar show, <laughs> get off the stage song. Um, Blake Edwards, mm-hmm. what was the highlight of the show for the honorary Oscar? That means it's a boring year. <laughs> Billy Crystal I thought was good, but for the most part, like there are a few highlights in this one. This will be a forgettable year, other than Lord of the Rings wins everything. So. They actually ran by, stole everyone else's Oscars, and gave them to people on Lord <laughs> of the Rings. That's how many they won. Should we? Should we all say the line? Will Ferrell's a uh, funny line that everyone oh, well, everyone cracked yes. up at. Yeah, go ahead. All together, do it. Everybody, music and lyric by Sting. <laughs> best as as they announced the best song uh, Oscar. Excellent job, Will Ferrell. <laughs> I, I celebrate your entire catalog. All right, you're listening to the Impact Movie Chat here on 89FM. Phone lines are open, 432-3893. Uh, guess what? Give me another call. Give me a call. Guess what? You're going to pick up tickets to uh, to the uh, T-Science Film Festival. I don't care. Preston from Jackson. Preston, you're on the Impact. Yo, what's up? How are you guys doing? We're doing good. Great. Well, I want to talk to you guys about Lost in Translation. I saw that movie and was bored out of my mind. I mean, granted, it was Coppola's breakthrough, even no movie into directing and stuff, but I've never walked out of a theater before, but I was extremely close with that one. Preston. Yeah. Uh, you, where are you, Are you like, on the back of a, a motorcycle right now? First question. <laughs> Two... Andy, go ahead. Um, well, I guess uh, j- kind of a personal question, not to get too personal. Have you ever traveled outside of the country, overseas uh, to to Europe or any other place? Actually, I spent some time over in Osaka, Japan, um, as an exchange student. Okay, so there might be a little bit of personal bias against I don't know <laughs> Osaka, or Japan. Know. All right. Well, uh, we're we're sorry that you didn't enjoy uh, the movie. Yeah, me too. I mean, I heard such good things about it before yeah. and saw it, and I'm a big fan of Bill Murray. I loved him in, um, what was it? Groundhog uh, Day? I love Bill Murray in... Uh, Rushmore? Oh, God, hold on. Um, Ghostbusters? Caddyshack? No, Stripes. no, no. Every movie starring Bill Murray? Thompson, Hunter S. Thompson. Um, Where the Buffalo Where the Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo. Ah. Oh, I love that movie. Great movie. I mean, it showed his dynamic as a character, you know. He can play all kinds of different roles, but that movie was just so boring. I couldn't well, believe it. We're sorry you didn't enjoy it. I mean, what was the big deal about it? I don't know. Um, well, beyond the excellent acting, uh, the excellent editing, the script, uh, the direction, basically everything about the movie that you probably didn't enjoy, the movie was great. But thank you for giving us a call, Preston. <laughs> oh, <laughs> have a good one. All right, we have John on the line. John, how you doing? You're on the Impact Movie Chat. Hi, guys. No, long time no saw. Uh, saw. Uh, just like... T- to take an Oscar away and give it back, I'm, just from last year, I was complaining on how Polanski got it over Scorsese. I think he's, I still think that he should have gotten it. I feel you. All right, so, so Roman, give us back the award. Martin, finally, after, you know, dozens of brilliant films, you can have right. one. Okay. But dozens you know, might be a little heavy, but yeah, I'm just saying. If anything, Polanski, you know, can't even accept the award because he can't come to the country. <laughs> no, no, there are uh, outstanding warrants on his arrest, so uh, he'll hang out in France and make yeah. his movies in France. Yeah, well, it was, but it was finally <laughs> nice. To, uh, it was finally nice to see Lord of the Rings finally get something. You know, they got like little minor Oscars last couple of times. It looks like they were just saving up for just to get the entire trilogy, everything. That saving the juice. Saving yeah. the juice for for the last one, gonna give everybody who ever worked on this picture an Oscar. <laughs> right. but, but you know, hey, uh, but it makes for a boring show, right, John? 
Yeah, basically, it was just like, Lord of the Rings for another 16 million times. Yeah. Okay, cool. It got, it got dull. What, what can you say? Hopefully next yeah. year there'll be a little more excitement in it. Yeah, I was half expecting. I saw him get all these, uh, like, best art direction and costuming and whatnot. I'm like, okay, now they're probably going to get shafted for best actor, best director, just like last year and the year before. And they won. I was just... I, I wouldn't have been I would have I wouldn't have been surprised if they gave him everything else but that one. So, well, yeah. John, thanks for giving us a call. Excellent, no problem, ex- excellent choice. Maybe taking Polanski, giving him a Scorsese, finally his award. Thanks for giving us a call. No problem. Take care. You're listening to Impact Movie Chat. Full lines open four three two three eighty nine three. Uh, yeah, just give us a call. We're talking about taking Oscars back. Let's face it, this year is kind of boring, predictable. Okay, maybe in ten years we'll you know on the. 13th edition of the Impact Movie Chat, we'll be saying, well, Renee Zellweger, give us back, <laughs> you know, the Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, Cold Mountain. I'll say that now, Brad. <laughs> okay. It's not even, a, not even a week old, and, and Alex is taking it back. Let's let's open it up. What are some of the big ones? What are the big, you know, faux pas, snafus that the Academy has created that they, by not honoring a film that they should have, or an actor, or, you know, an art director, you know, who should have won, but someone else has got, has got their award in their house, who are we taking it back? Victor, start it off. All right. Um, I'm going to go back to 1976. Uh, I'm going to take back the uh, posthumous award won by Peter Finch for Network, and I'm going to give it to Robert De Niro for Taxi Driver for Best Actor, uh, preceding his Best Actor award win four year, by four years with Raging Bull. I think Robert De Niro, that was one – I mean – Aside from Godfather Part Two, I think this was one of his breakout performances, and everybody knew Robert De Niro from then on out. Taxi man, Driver was an amazing. But Peter Finch was dead, man. How do you just take him back from a dead man? How do you do that, Vic? How do you easily, do apparently. Yeah, apparently it's yeah. Easy. He doesn't from put up his a, cold dead hands. He doesn't put up a fight. That's how it's done. All right. I think that was more of a sympathy award that okay. they gave to him. All right. Uh, well, we'll do this. We'll go around. We'll give everybody one. Alex, go ahead. Give me, give me one. Uh, it's funny that you mentioned Network. Actually, uh, I like the film. I like it a lot. I think it's really funny. It's it's a to sharp satire. But um, B.J. Straight won that year, and she won for five minutes of screen time. And I, I'll admit, one scene can make can make an impact. Can make a movie. It can. But she's up against. I mean, among among the nominees, she's up against um, Piper Laurie for for Carrie, plays Carrie's mother in, in the film. Um, I thought she did an excellent job. She's up against Jodie Foster in Taxi Driver. I mean, I just have to break it down to it is just a five minute scene. Yeah. It's one scene, and Hello, tell you the truth, goodbye. Yeah, I mean, it's not a, it's not an amazing scene. I will That's say. a cameo, isn't it? It is. Yeah, <laughs> and take it back. Take oh, it back. Let's right. give it to somebody who gave a full length performance. Take back the Oscar. Someone who actually was an actor. In the film. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. <laughs> me. Andy. Andy, we're, okay. we're jumping around. Andy, give me one, and well, we'll have a free-for-all. Everyone uh, can jump in with theirs. Well, Victor mentioned uh, Robert De Niro's win for Best Actor in Raging Bull. Uh, that, ye- that same year, Raging Bull was also up for Best Cinematography. It was photographed by Michael Chapman, and who did not win. Uh, and the Oscar instead went to uh, Jeffrey Unsworth for Tess. Now, I like Jeffrey Unsworth. He's a very gifted You don't have anything against him? No. But Just come on. He's not as good as Michael Chapman. Yeah. I'd give it to him. All right. Uh, the, I mean, and anybody who's seen Raging Bull knows precisely what I'm talking about. That movie. That, I mean, that movie just looks great. It's a beautiful yeah. film. <clears throat> Phil. All right. I got two, but they're tied in. Ooh. Same year. Hey, as long as you can do it, L- work your magic. 1993, taking the Oscar away from Schindler's List, Ooh. giving it to The Fugitive. Nice. Oh! <laughs> now what? Whoa. Okay, no, I'm not done yet. Okay. Okay, <laughs> taking the Oscar away, supporting actor Oscar away from Tommy Lee Jones, giving it to Ray, Ray Fiennes. Fiennes. Wow. Oh. So you're just going to trade those? Yes. And they're going to be trade. trade. That's that's an, oh, oh, it's an even trade. Lopsided trade, that's, I that's think. That's an even trade? Oh, the best picture. Okay, well, we'll just give it to The Fugitive. <laughs> Which is even the original movie. It's based on some TV show. So it's bullshit. No, okay. No, 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 no more calls about originality in film. Thank you. We want your calls. Phone lines are open 432-3893. We just don't want them on originality in film. And do what? not question the brilliance of Lost in Translation or Schindler's List. <laughs> yes. Which are undisputedly brilliant movies. <laughs> Phil, shut your dirty mouth. Okay. Phone lines are open 432-3893. Once again, if you call in, you get entered into that raffle for that complimentary pass to see 
the films at the Slanton Film Festival, which were given away later this month. Why would you not want to call in? At least give a shout-out. Come on, people! This is the most excited I've seen Brad in a while. 432 <laughs> You don't have to say anything on the air. Just you know, give our wonderful engineer your name and your phone number. That's all you guys say. That sounded kind of strange. But okay. <laughs> um, mine. I'll, I'll do one. For me. The year is 1994. It's 95 Oscars. The year is 94. Um, I enjoy Forrest Gump. I think it's a really funny movie. Great. Touches me. It even honestly makes me cry. But best picture? <laughs> Over Pulp Fiction? Uh, no. Angers me to the core of my very being. <laughs> it steams me to this day, too, Brad. It, it just it upsets me. I think Pulp Fiction, it's a movie. To me, I would like to think the best pictures are films that in 20 years people are still going to be like, that's, that's brilliant. That's great. Uh, not always are the nominees up for that. And that year had some, you know, also Shawshank Redemption. But films that were a little, you know, more sentimental and, and embraced it completely. Uh, definitely embraced the nostalgic feel in, in Forrest Gump that the baby boomer generation loved and loved voting for. But I think Pulp Fiction, which, you know, because of language of the content, a little harsh, but it is that year's best picture. So I say, <laughs> uh, Bob Zemeckis and the rest of the gang who produced it, we're going to take this one back. We're going to hand it to... Uh, unfortunately, to the Weinstein's, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but, th- but to Lawrence Bender, who produced uh, Pulp Fiction, it's a brilliant movie. Just to uh, add something to to uh, ninety four, Brad. Um, oh. Shawshank Redemption was also nominated for Best Picture that year. Great, great movie. And in recent years, it, that's gone on to become arguably just as popular as Pulp Fiction. I'm gonna say. I mean, yeah. it's, you see what, it. You what, see, you, what else are you, you saying? You see it on are you, TV. Are you, are you, all trying, the time. Are you trying to take away from Forrest Gump and no, give it to Shawshank? All. No, not at all. Oh, good. I, 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 you I have a fist fight on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be one of those parties. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and, well, we're talking to you, Andy. Any other ones? Any other? Oh, I got we, a, we had a million. Give us a couple. Give right, us a couple. I got a couple we'll, for we're you. gonna do that. We'll go back to '92. There were two. Uh, categories that year in particular best actor uh, Al Pacino won best actor for Son of a Woman Ugh. and you know it's flashy and all that and, and you know he played <laughs> he played a uh, a disabled person and that that uh, is usually a shoe in 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 many circles to get to win you an award but um, he was up against just the four other actors he was up against Denzel, Denzel Washington, Washington Stephen Ray in the Crying Game who Robert I, Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. and Clint Eastwood um, maybe not Eastwood. Yeah, Eastwood he's, was nominated for no, acting. No, no, he was nominated. Maybe not giving the award to Eastwood. No. Because he's, he's still good and unforgiven. But the other three that you just mentioned right. were brilliant and great and I would better get, than Pacino, who's, right. who unfortunately begins his, his path of overacting with this film. You know, the Academy it began there. License. Well, okay. completely, you know. <laughs> another topic. Step. Yeah, he, he took another uh, step on the right. overacting ladder, and then they, <laughs> they, it gives him even more license to just be incredibly bad. Okay, so I would take it from Pacino and give it to Stephen Ray, oh, right. personally. Um, th- that, would, that would be my pick out of those five. Also, in the supporting actress for that year... Marissa Tomei wins for My Cousin Vinny. And, hey. I, know, and I know that's that's become the butt end of so many jokes. <laughs> and so I'm not going to go there, but she was nominated, also nominated was Miranda Richardson in a movie that I like very much called Damage. Uh, and she, anybody who's seen her, I mean, aside from being a, real, a really well-written and directed and acted movie, um, Miranda Richardson is just is great in that. I mean, given her plight and what her character is going through and how she reacts to what happens in the film. Also, one more thing, and then I'll be, I'll be finito. Uh, back in '73, the Oscars uh, for the best films of 1973, George Roy Hill won Best Director for uh, The Sting. Now, The Sting's a cute movie; it's a fun movie. But <laughs> let me give you the other four directors he was up against. I got George Lucas, William Friedkin. Bernardo Bertolucci and Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> that's that's uh, that's really really yeah. really good Hill. company. Give it to Hill. He's right. good. So yeah, I don't know. All it's right. funny. All right, just Vin- making funnies. You have one I know you're sitting on. I thought Andy would say it. I'm giving you guys both ample opportunity. Uh, well, we he won the coin toss, but. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, do it, then do it. I'm, I'm, I, can, right. I can wait no longer. Um, <laughs> in 1982, uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark was nominated for Best Picture, and Chariots of Fire won, <laughs> which is one of the most boring movies I've ever seen, personally. And, so uh, who talks about Chariots of Fire anymore? Uh, I like nowadays. Chariots of Fire. Alex, I'm shut your mouth. go on the record, I like Alex. Chariots of Fire. Alex, shut your mouth. Chariots of Fire. <laughs> okay. Raiders is on everybody's top list of all-time action-adventure movies on every single list. At the top or near top. But can you put an action adventure movie on, as best picture? Right. Yes. I mean, on the other, you did a sci-fi fantasy award for um, 
Lord of the Rings, so why not? Why, well, okay. And Phil gave The Fugitive best picture over uh, Schindler's List. Schindler's List. I'm still reeling from that. <laughs> would, so, yes, we're yeah. going to give, we're, we're gonna, both going to give uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Steven Spielberg the Oscars. Oh. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, sorry, um, Whoever it was that directed Chariots of Fire. <laughs> you're, no, you're, no it's it somewhere, was, actually, it was Warren Beatty that um, directed. He went for oh, Sorry, Warren Beatty. You lose. But someone drives by his house and punches him and still do work. Okay. <laughs> but still, somewhere in, somewhere over in England, there's in a producer's house, the producer of Chariots of Fire has an Oscar in yeah. his house. And he's, which a, is, uh, and he's a loser. <laughs> okay. Um, I had a couple. Um, and, uh, you know, we've been... I, I, I like... Uh, there's two from the uh, from the 90s that I got to reverse. Uh English Patient. Uh, I actually like this movie. I think it's you know kind of an interesting romantic, you know, epic kind of kind of film, and uh, it's, it's one for the ladies. Um, just to let you know. But Fargo should have been a clean sweep, clean sweep that mm-hmm. year. Uh, action, uh, acting, directing, um, screenplay as I already won. So that would have been one of mine. But the big one, Collar called about uh, you know last year Scorsese not winning it, and Polanski in it. Scorsese doesn't need an award, an Oscar, for Against of New York. That's and that was the big thing. Against New York, I know the Reverend loves it. And it's a good movie. But not, you know, uh, the pinnacle of his career. There are other films that are more brilliant. You know, I know Taxi Driver, this. Raging I've... Bull. Guess what? Goodfellas, you are awesome. Dances with Wolves, you are not. <laughs> Guess what? Kevin Costner is an award-winning director. Yes. Let me repeat that for everyone <laughs> who just... Who's seen The Postman. And who he just, directed himself yeah. to an Academy Award yes. nomination for yeah. Best Actor. Yeah. The person who, 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 you know, for those of you who have just gotten violently ill hearing that the, the man who was in Waterworld uh, has an Academy Award for Best Direction. That year, Martin Scorsese was nominated for Director and for Best Picture for Goodfellas. I don't know anyone who's like, well, except for my roommate Brady, who's a good guy. And we're, I, you know, I still love him, but come on. He's the only person I know that will actually stand up for Dances with Wolves. Everyone else I know says Dancing with Wolves stinks, and I do too. Goodfellas is a better picture. A picture we'll still be talking about in 20 years, whereas Dancing with Wolves, I'm, I'm upset that I'm still talking about it today. <laughs> okay? So, uh, Kevin Costner, sit down. Martin Scorsese, there's your Oscar. But the same thing can happen for Taxi Driver, same thing for Raging Bull. You know, keeps losing the, to other films. So, those are that's one. That's definitely one, and also Fargo. And, uh... I'll let Alex give a give a couple, and then okay. we're, we're, we're going to go to the Reverend. And if you have any choices, give us a call four three two three eighty nine three. Um, I the, the screenplay awards every year actually I are, are some of the awards that I find the most interesting actually because I think I've mentioned this before that my favorite movies often of the year often show up in the screenplay categories as sort of consolation prizes because they don't get best picture nominations, they don't get best director nominations, whatever. Nineteen eighty nine. The best original screenplay nominees, um, Crimes and Misdemeanors by uh, Woody Allen, one, I think one of his better scripts, um, Sex, Lies, and Videotapes. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah, great script. Um, when Harry Met Sally, which I like, I think is actually- Funny movie. Yeah, an ex- extremely good modern romantic comedy, and Do the Right Thing, which, which I love. Mm-hmm. Um, that would have been my choice. But they all lose. The Dead Poet Society. Oh, Dead Ew. Poet Society is is so uh, good. I mean, uh, it's 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 often that we see a movie losing to a film that's superior to it, but four <laughs> movies that are four scripts that are better than it, it 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 wins over them. I don't. It's the you know what it is. The raw power of Robin Williams. <laughs> yes, it's the raw power yes. of Robin Williams and yes, Ethan Hawke. That's that is that is unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we have Yvonne on the line. Yvonne, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Great. How are you? Thanks for waiting. We're doing great. And you had a you had a choice? Yeah, I just had a quick comment. Um, I don't remember the year, but uh, Gwyneth Paltrow won for Best Actress yes. for Shakespeare in Love. And and he's been waiting on that one. He's, he was going to use it at the end of the show to trump all of us. But, <laughs> but you beat him to the punch, Yvonne. Good job. And I thought Kate Blanchett had a better role than Elizabeth, but I don't remember the other... Oh, you don't have to remember the others. That's the real winner that year. <laughs> but you, as as Yvonne would say, sit down with Paltrow. <laughs> yeah. Excellent choice, Yvonne. I love you. I actually completely forgot about that. Um, Kate Blanchett. Kate <laughs> <laughs> Blanchett is great in that movie, and uh, that that Oscar for Gwyneth Paltrow was bought yeah. travesty completely a travesty. by the Weinstein's. <laughs> Any other choices, Yvonne? 
That's all I can say. Excellent, excellent job. You're the number one caller of the night. <laughs> Thank you very much for giving us a call. Take care. Thanks. All right. Excellent choice. Yes. How you call yourself a Kate Blanchett fan? <laughs> well, the, the, I was well. I was kind of. I was holding back. I thought you know Phil might mention because he's the. Uh, He's the he, also loves, he also yeah. loves it. Well, Phil, give us a couple more. You got a couple sitting there. I know two, they're I know two, they're juicy. Two quick ones. Yeah, so um, <laughs> and then we'll offend. Nineteen thirty nine, best picture, Gone with the Wind, taking it back. Oh, <laughs> giving it to uh, Wizard of Oz and Stagecoach. They can share it. <laughs> um, uh, it's a split. They, got, they cut the Oscar in half. Yeah, nineteen sixty eight, um, best director category. Taking it from Carol Reed for Oliver, giving it to Stanley Kubrick for 2001. Brilliant. Now, why am I not going to do that? Why am I not doing picture? Because it wasn't nominated. Right. 2001 was not nominated for Best Picture. They had to make room for Barbara Streisand's Funny Girl. <laughs> well, that it was it was really good. I mean, Funny which would be like now if you if like 2001 came out now and wasn't nominated for Best Picture. That's like un- unheard. They'd actually like, burn be- down the Kodak <laughs> yeah. Theater while everyone was in it, accepting their their BS awards. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You listen to the Impact Movie Chat here on eighty nine FM. The Impact phone lines are open at four three two three eight nine three. Couple things, uh, other than the phone lines being open and giving us a call, uh, the Student Film Festival is put on by RHA. Um, they're doing a. If you're a fi- student who has been in a film, worked on a film, anything film related, they're doing a Student Film Festival. Um, you need to get your uh, stuff in by the 16th. Go to rha.msu.edu for information on it. So if you're a student filmmaker and you want your film in the Student Film Festival, uh, you're going to want to go to the RHA website, rha.msu.edu. And tomorrow night at the Temple Club, uh, the uh, if you've watched Skits TV, uh, the guys at Skits TV have put together a movie called The Crotchening. Um, Crotchtastic? No, it's, it's the crotchety. <laughs> uh, they're doing a uh, movie premiere slash. Uh, it's a premiere of their uh, of the um, soundtrack uh, at the Temple Club. They're showing the movie, and then the, a lot of the bands that are on the soundtrack are going to rock you out at the Temple Club. That is tomorrow night. Uh, you can go to skitstv.com to find out more information. Alex, go ahead. I got one more. Uh, I this is this is a recent one. Um, <laughs> And the wound is, is still open, and it still hurts. Um, 2001, we're, uh, we're looking at the best director race. All right, let's look at some of the nominees here. We got David Lynch from Mulholland Drive. Mulholland Drive. Yeah, great stuff, great stuff. We got Ridley Scott for Black Hawk Down, really intense war movie. Yeah, not that good. Uh, <laughs> wrong. We got Robert Altman for Gosford Park. Don't love it, but Altman doesn't have an award. I don't know why. Um, and we got Peter Jackson, who... If you ask me, should have won for Fellowship and not Return of the King. But same here. Let's let's not open yeah. that that can of worms. Yeah. Who do they all lose to? Can you answer me uh, for that, Brad? That's uh, Opie Cunningham. That is Opie, Opie Cunningham. O- o- Opie Cunningham uh, uh, wins. <laughs> and I, and a little upset he didn't wear a baseball cap. <laughs> yes, it's like he finally realized he is completely bald. Yeah. Hey, I'm losing my hair too. Not to mock the bald man, but come on, he'd been wearing yeah. a hat for 35 <laughs> years since Happy Days ended. Yeah. Yes, that that's a travesty. Yes, it is a travesty. And we have Jack on the line. Jack, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. How are you doing? Pretty good. How about you guys? Hey, we're doing great. You have an award takeaway choice. Uh, yes, I do. Um, 1998 Oscars for uh, Best Song. Best Runner Song was unfortunately won by uh, My Heart Will Go On. Yes! Horrible, horrible song. <laughs> um, I would give it to uh, Elliot Smith. Miss Ooh. Misery. Mm-hmm. An, an Impact favorite. Rest in peace. Yes, yes, exactly. And uh, more of one the song. <clears throat> I didn't really like the song, but more so being that he wrote the song and performed it as opposed to someone wrote it for uh, Celine Dion. Well, right. She's the greatest singer in the world. <laughs> she, she, is, she has gone on record as being the greatest singer of all time. How can you take that from her, Jack? <laughs> Very easily. <laughs> oh, right. Well, good choice. I wrote that down as one of mine. It's one of my miscellaneous ones. Excellent choice. All right, thank you. Thanks a lot, Jack. Take care. Bye-bye. That reminded that just reminded me of one of uh, one of the more annoying musical performances I saw was for uh, the '98 Oscars, I believe. Uh, Prince of Egypt was nominated for best song. Oh yeah, and uh, the performance by Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston. The two of them was just the whole thing ended. It started pretty well. It was like it was like Divas 2000. You know, <laughs> they VH1. ended just trying to out warble each other. It was so bad, <laughs> terrible. Like, they're doing the hand thing before Christina Aguilera ever did yes. the hand thing. Yes. <laughs> And that was it, awful. You didn't see me actually do the hand <laughs> thing to understand what I'm talking about. But that's all right. We have Joe from East Lansing. You're on the Impact Mood Chat. How you doing, Joe? Good. How's everybody? We're doing great. Yes. You got a choice for an award takeaway. 
Yeah, and actually, uh, I want to say I agree with the last caller that um, about Elliot Smith. And speaking of music, that's my that's the category I'm in. Uh, in 1989, the best original score went to The Little Mermaid by Alan Menken, and I feel that it should have been given to Indiana Jones and Last Crusade. Oh, bless your heart, Joe. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a fine father. You're a good man. Thank you. I, uh, part of it is that was the... Uh, that's sort of the first soundtrack I had, and so it has a special place in my heart. But I also feel that it's a lot better than Little Mermaid. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you, you didn't like Under the Sea, dude? Come on! No, I did. I that song's the awesome. <laughs> no, I, I understand completely, and I, I think it's a great choice. John Williams, you gotta love his music. If you don't, we're gonna deport you out of this country. <laughs> You're not a real American unless you like John Williams. All right. Anyway, good good topic tonight. Yeah. Thank you very much, Joe. We do what we try our, our hardest. Well, you're doing a good job. All right. Thanks, Joe Mono. Yep. Take care. Vic? I got one. Uh, I'm going to go back to 1952. Um, I used to not be a very big fan of Westerns, but I had a Western cinema class. I actually did take a few um, film classes here, Andy. Ooh, take that, Andy. Thanks for that major. Oh, oh. Okay, let's be. Okay. We're on a show to be uh, like, trying to like, talk about our degrees. Okay? Um, best picture went to Greatest Show on Earth, and I'm going to take that back. And give it to High Noon. And on the same topic there, I'm going to take the directing award from John Ford for The Quiet Man and give it to Fred Zinneman for High Noon. Ooh. I think this was just an excellent movie, well-directed, yeah. like highly suspenseful. Like They build a suspense through the whole movie, and, and that's what really turned me on to Excellent Westerns. payoff. And High Noon's a great yeah, movie. It Good. is. Good choice, Alex. Maybe they thought they were giving it to the director of High Noon. They're like, John Ford, he makes westerns. He's the director. <laughs> yeah, John Ford. Oh, that new John Ford of westerns, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like High Noon. Give him the award. Yeah, that happens. Betsy, you're on the Impact Movie Chat. Betsy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Um, you, have, you have an award I, takeaway. Oh, yes, I do. Um, the year that Amy Mann was nominated for Save Me from Magnolia, mm-hmm. and it went to... Bill Collins, you'll be in my heart from Tarzan. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote that down. It's one of the one of my that I was going to mention. Yeah, love Amy Man. Really sick to death with the Bill Collins, and I'm tired. I'm really tired of Disney getting all the songs. Yeah, because they're really not that good. No, yeah. the the you'll be in my heart was a bad one. That was it was from a year it was hit or miss. Amy Man saved me was a great song. South Park was nominated that year too for a Boy, song. Boy, would have been my yeah. choice. They, they were actually, really upset they lost to Phil Collins. They were they were very upset. <laughs> and Phil Collins has not heard the last of it. Uh, until today. <laughs> well, thanks for giving us a call, Betsy. Thank you. Take care. You don't see the Impact Movie Chat. We're wrapping things up right now. Give us a call, 432-3893. Uh, if you have a takeaway, or if you want to get entered into that raffle for the student pass, that will be given away later this month to the East Lansing Film Festival, 432-3893. Alec, Ed, uh, Ed, uh, Andy. I'm Andy. <laughs> She's Alex. You're Andy. I'm pointing to you. Just speak. I got one more. All right. One last one. This will upset some people, I think. Oh, uh, more than Schindler's List? You're talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good, good, good luck on that one. Probably not as much as Phil did. That one, Haas. But, okay, 1996, Frances McDormand wins Best Actress for Fargo. I'm going to take that away and give it to Emily Watson in Breaking the Waves. Just Ooh. nah. I, <laughs> that's Ooh. what I say. People say I say yeah. Okay, okay. I, I I disagree. That was the one just award that happened that year. It was Frances <laughs> McDormand winning that? I think that was the one good thing that happened in '97. All right, the '96 year. It just shows to go, I guess. All right. Um, I I got a couple. Uh, we'll, we'll wrap these up real quick. Um, one that upset me was Shrek winning best, the first animated feature award ever over Monsters Inc. Mm, Not that yeah. that year was a great year, but Shrek sucked. And I don't care who likes that movie, who doesn't. Mm. I think Shrek stinks. And Shrek 2, <laughs> guess who's not getting my ticket? <laughs> DreamWorks. I tell you, I might have okay? Two, another one. Uh, Al Pacino loses, the, he's nominated for Godfather 1, best supporting actor, loses to Joel Grey in Cabaret. Joel Grey, Cabaret, great. But I, that performance of Pacino by, as Michael Corleone was one of my favorite acting performances of all time. That's what I'm changing. Uh, speaking of my favorite, you know, of anything, favorite movies, uh, Star Wars, uh, the only acting nomination of all time, Sir Alec Guinness for Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars. Um, Jason Robards had won a few years earlier for another movie. I have not seen Julia, the film that he won for, uh, for 1977. But guess what? Let's give Alec Guinness one. He never won one for an actual performance. Might as well give it to him for the one performance he hated of all of his performances. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um... Roberto Benigni, best picture. I mean, sorry, best uh, actor. No, no, no. no. Uh, they got you got Ian McKellen for Gods and Monsters, Nick Nolte, Affliction, 
uh, Ed Norton, American X, uh, Tom Hanks for Saving Private Ryan. You know what? I'll even let him have Tom Hanks for Saving Private Ryan <laughs> over Roberto Benigni. I'm sorry, he he's a bit of a fool, and thankfully we haven't really seen him since. Well, that's the that's the Bob and Harvey machine at work. Yes, I'm not sure the year um, Akira Kurosawa won his honorary Oscar. 1990. I, I think. Okay, I yeah. I want to take that away only because I am going to give him the Academy Award for directing for Ron and take it away from Sidney Pollack from Out of Africa. Yes. Nice. Because yes, Victor. they give honorary Oscars <laughs> to people most of the time that haven't won. So back in 85, Akira Kurosawa, you get your Oscar. All right. Well, I mean, and he's, you know, definitely, definitely great. Okay. Unfortunately, that's, that's all we go. But what if you have another choice that you want to let us know or we have other stuff to give you? Guess what? The Impact Message Board on the website, impact89fm.org. You know where it's at. It's on the web. Go there. You will check out our the Impact website. Look up message boards. There is one for the Impact Movie Chat. This topic and others are there. Check it out. Don't just look at it, but post. It's a beautiful thing. Once again, impact89fm.org. Okay. Well, an excellent show. Uh, I want to thank uh, Alex, the Reverend, Andy, and Vic. I'm Brad Brooks. Thank you very much for checking out the Impact Movie Chat. We'll be on next week, same bat time, same bat channel. We're going to be talking about the Slam Film Festival next week, so definitely check that out. Stick around. The Basement is up next. Thanks for listening to this evening's Exposure, only on 88.9 The Impact.